0: This is the
1: Overdue Homework Podcast.
0: Welcome to the show. That's Trav. I'm Drew.
1: And I'm Trav.
0: This is the Overdue Homework Podcast. As always, we are here to talk about 80s and 90s media, but I really want to hit this for a second here, Trav. We haven't talked about it in a while, but the real thing to do with this podcast is to like actually do your homework. Do
1: the homework, people. Do the
0: homework. I know it may feel like it's too much work to do the homework. For sure. But it's just a movie. It's, it's just, just a movie. It's just a TV show. It's just a show. Do your homework. It makes it way more fun, don't you
1: think? It definitely makes it way more fun. We should know, because we do do the homework. <laughs> so take it from us. If you are even remotely enjoying the podcast so far, do the homework, and you will
0: love it. Yes, absolutely.
1: Um, especially when it comes to these TV episodes that we're doing. We are trying to find a way to make them bigger and better. I think we know, and the listeners know, that the bread and butter of this podcast so far is the movies. It's kind of laid out for us. It works a little easier. I think they've been our best episodes. But the problem is the whole premise of this podcast is to do your homework, and the TV shows, Drew and I agree, have been the most fun homework to do. So that's why we really want to cram that down your throat to do the homework and we've been trying to think of some ways to spice it up a little bit and thought maybe something like the long-term homework assignment that we talked about a while ago mm-hmm. or maybe it'll allow us to do more than two or three episodes of a show if we can give you guys a homework assignment maybe two or three episodes in advance and then when it comes time for that homework, you'll still get the two-week period to do the homework and binge it again or for the first time. But maybe gives some people more time to find what streaming service it's on or go hang out at a buddy's place and watch it together, find another way to do the homework before then. And I think it'll hopefully make our TV episodes a little more fun,
0: closer to the movies. What do you think, Drew? Those are all really, really great ideas. And that's why you're the idea man. <laughs> that is why you're the idea man. I mean, you came up with the name of the podcast. So, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> idea man. Um, but really, we want your feedback on this. Like, yes. if you have any suggestions for us, to spice up these TV episodes, to make them cater to a little bit more of what you want. We are open to all and any suggestions, like we've said before on this podcast, we want to make the show you want to listen to. Definitely. So we we, just had a few
1: feedback from listeners from the beginning that say they like the TV episodes, but they just love the movie ones better. So we are looking for you guys to give us suggestions on how to improve it
0: absolutely and you can do that at overdue homework at gmail.com boom how are you doing trev i am better than bad i am good <laughs> that's great that's great that's really really great um i'm doing really good too um we had my daughter's birthday this last weekend which is a heck of a lot of fun she turned six so happy birthday evie happy birthday evie um, Before we get into this, I did use a little bit of information from only one article this time around. It was a Collider.com article, and that was by Hayden Mears. Mears, 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 Mears. So, So um, why don't we hit up this homework review, Trav? Let's do it. Um, we are reviewing Ren and Stimpy Season 1, Episodes 1, 2, and 4, because we already did Episode 3 and... Episode 8 of our podcast, The Double Nicktoons Weekend, so go check out that one if you would like to brush up on your Episode 3 or if you haven't listened to it yet. Uh, Ren and Stimpy was created by John Chris Felusi. It was originally produced by Spumco for Nickelodeon. Uh, The show would not exist if it had not been for one specific network executive at Nickelodeon. Uh, Chris Falusi pitched the show called Our Gang to Nickelodeon and executive Vanessa Coffey. Ren and Stimpy were supporting characters on Our Gang. Um, Executive producer Vanessa Coffey did not like the pitch for Our Gang at all. Didn't like it. (laughs) But she liked Ren and Stimpy. So she said, I want more stuff with Ren and Stimpy. So thank you very much, Vanessa. Thank you, Vanessa. (laughs) And, of course, Ren and Stimpy is starring Martin T. Renhoek, Stimpson Stimpy, J. Cat. All right, let's get into episode one, Stimpy's Big Day. Um, It's a good episode. It's a good episode, yeah. <laughs> it's a good episode. <laughs> yeah. I really like this episode. It's really... I don't know. I, I I would consider this episode maybe the one that I've actually seen the most. Sure. Uh as soon as I started watching it, I was like, oh dang, it's Muddy Mud Skipper. It, it's yeah. all of this stuff. It's it's really cool that uh the the whole episode opened up with log. I mean yeah. start off on a good note, right? Yeah, it's, definitely. It's a complete classic. The the play on the retro commercials, it really hits me hits me good with those TV commercials that uh, you know you kind of grow up with and I suppose if we would have been maybe Chris Feluci's age, it really would have reflected upon those 1960s commercials that they're truly parodying. Right. But that still is close enough to what we grew up with in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And the song is hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious. I don't know if I
1: realized how hilarious it was when I was a kid, <laughs> but my God.
0: it's It's really, really good. It's really, really good. Um, the episode opens up with Stimpy rotting his brain watching cartoons and Ren's not really having it right no nope. um, look what you look what it's doing to your brain uh, and the whole bit with uh, Stimpy's head as a toilet uh, really enjoyed that you know the yeah. wiggling of the nose <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really enjoyed that quite a bit um, this opens up though is basically an immediate nod to the audience and making fun of them for watching cartoons right like, right, he's, right he's Ren might as well be looking at the camera or looking you know looking directly towards us in Frame. Yeah um, I mean Ren and Snippy Had a gigantic Adult audience At the time um, it's, it's so interesting That that Adult audience Those college age Kids at the time Really glommed on To a show On a network That they didn't Grow up with Right It's such an interesting, like, underground swelling of people being like, did you see what my little brother was watching? We gotta check this out. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) It's unbelievable. We find out really quickly in this episode that there's a in the Muddy Mud Skipper show that there's going to be a contest to win $47 million and it's presented by Gritty Kitty Litter. And all you need to do to win that $47 million is write a poem of 47 million words or less. Or less. (laughs) Or less. Luckily. (laughs) Telling us why you love Gritty Kitty Litter. You could win $47 million. A lifetime supply of goat cheese. 12 hour record set of the top hits of the 70s. But best of all, a trip to Hollywood and a guest appearance on the Muddy mudskipper show best of all best of all <laughs> the best of all and stimpy is l- like literally over the moon He oh, it yeah. blasts off it blasts off <laughs> he completely yeah. blasts off
1: 47 million eh, but as soon as it gets to that <laughs> final part where he's gonna be on the show <laughs> boom.
0: did you like how he was like eating his hands with yeah. every with every prize that came going <laughs> further down <laughs> <jump. laughs> <laughs> um, I love the bit with the 12 record set from the 19 top hits of the 1970s like, yeah that really plays on watching TV in the summertime as a kid with the you know pure disco or yeah. your pure yeah. 80s you know or the time right. life whatever like are those commercials even on TV anymore?
1: I don't think so. I don't. But I guess I wouldn't know I too much. I don't
0: really watch cable anymore.
1: Yeah. I, shout out YouTube TV. <laughs> <For> <laughs> I record real. and skip commercials. For real.
0: Yeah. For real. <laughs> <laughs> shout out YouTube TV.
1: But yeah, I definitely remember all the now one and all the way up to oh, now yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. All that
0: stuff. Now 49. Now 49. Now 374. The <laughs> top hits of 2021. <laughs> 2100 I should say I'm just gonna edit that part out (laughs) (laughs) well I guess now it's time for Stimpy to write that poem would you like me to read the poem verbatim I did transcribe it should I read it verbatim read it verbatim okay gritty kitty ain't so pretty but it's really thick it fills my cat box oh so snug it always does the trick I like to rub it on my toes and squish and squish and squish. It ne'er offends my tender nose like a smelly fish. Its texture is a joy to me. It's just as smooth as silk. It makes my little whiskers twitch. It stays crunchy even in milk. Mmm. Thanks, Ren. Okay. (laughs) I did like how Ren uh, just kind of threw that out to mock Stimpy, and he's like, oh! (laughs) <laughs> oh, again? Thank you, Red. Yeah. <laughs> he was, I mean, it was good for a while. Right.
1: till the end of that, I was actually pretty surprised that Stimpy put that together.
0: Right, for real, for real. Um, so he's made that, uh, he's got that poem all folded up now. He's jamming it into that letter and licking all those stamps and then the tongue gag with the stamps coming out just, you know. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you put that letter in the box, I'll lose all respect for you. Hey, that's a very good Ren Hawk. I you. like that Thank a you. lot. Thank you. It's Hawk! <laughs> <laughs> he says, Ren says no one wins these contests, but Stimpy wants to meet Muddy Mud Skipper. And uh, Stimpy mails it anyways, even though Ren threatened him. And <laughs> uh, Ren is never going to forgive him. Nope, not going to do it. Nope, not going to mm, do nope. it. <laughs> uh So next scene, once again insinuating that Ren and Stimpy may be more than friends. They go to bed together, and Ren is grumbling like an angry married partner. You know, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, the next morning, though, Ren wakes up and he seems like he wants to apologize. You know, don't go to bed angry, right? right he might right. wake up angry, but um, but the doorbell rings, and so he goes to the door. Are you Stimpson J Cat? Oh, you want Stimpy? He's in there. I'll go get him. Well, could you tell him he's won $47 million? $47 million? I'm the cat.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, this is great. Hilarious. Hilarious.
0: Hilarious. (laughs) Like, Ren is such a genius freak of a character. Oh, 100%. Oh, Ren. Just unbelievable. He goes as far as eating the cat litter. Just crunching on that calculator. A little too far. <laughs> but something Stimpy would do. Something Stimpy does. Something Stimpy does. <laughs> well, too bad for Ren, though, the TV guy. He's not buying it whatsoever. And Stimpy ends up coming on with him, and he gets to ride along with some hot babes. In hot that, babes. <laughs> hot babes in that limo. Apparently
1: that's upsetting to a dog.
0: Apparently that's upsetting <laughs> to a dog. And I didn't realize Stimpy had an interest in human women. So I didn't either. <laughs> Uh, Ren is absolutely destroyed and you know he's sad because he lost his life partner Yeah. Um, quickly we're in Hollywood and you get that uh, Kirk Douglas cameo which is just weird right yeah. so Chris Falusi must be a big fan of classic Kirk Douglas because just Kirk Douglas head popping up and then head going down <laughs> just okay great sure whatever okay <laughs> Uh Stimpy and Muddy Mud Skipper now. Uh Stimpy can't believe it. Muddy Mud Skipper is his idol. You ever breathe oxygen? <gasps> good don't start Stimson <laughs> J. Cat five minutes to airtime you're a lousy bum <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it, the money mud skipper I'm not quite sure who he's supposed to be parroting maybe like Andy Rooney not Andy Rooney yeah Andy Rooney is that the guy I'm thinking of yeah whatever we'll say Andy Rooney I think that's wrong but we'll say Andy we'll Rooney say anyways it. um I don't know exactly, but I think that's who he's supposed to be uh, parroting. Um, Stimpy's gonna go get a makeover now, and he gets new eyes—sure, <laughs> new, yeah. s- new sexy eyes. Yeah, uh, makeup a plenty, and then that cute little wig. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's—it's time for him to go on stage. There's an, there's a new ace in Hollywood today. He's fresh. He's redundant. His whole career depends on the this next important message. <laughs> doesn't go well. No. <laughs> well, that microphone hits him right in the nose, right? Yep. So now it flashes straight over to a PSA slash commercial type of thing. So is this supposed to be Stimpy after he's won the contest doing a commercial, or is it just an unrelated like bumper bit that is in the show?
1: So somehow I thought of it as an unrelated, but now that you say that, I'm guessing it's supposed to be him after I.
0: I think it's supposed to be him, but I didn't really think about that until yesterday when I was watching this. I was like, it goes right from the microphone to the commercial. So I don't know if that was intended or not, but I suppose you could definitely read it as it being like that. Or an unrelated bit. Yeah, because they They, do the cartoon. They do the commercials.
1: The moral of the story is the bit is hilarious, and (laughs) and I couldn't. That's why I couldn't think of anything else because they do so many of these examples that are horrible things for kids to do (laughs) because they're going to get in trouble, and they just
0: act like this is what you should do. You know, just dump out all the cereal boxes and get the toys. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of toys that are cereal boxes, is that even a thing anymore? I have not. I still buy cereal a lot, and I I don't see them very often. I don't eat a lot of cereal, but I have a six-year-old, so she eats cereal, and she picks out her cereal box, and the most I ever see is, like, do this QR code and go to our website.
1: Yeah, the only ones I know recently is when General Mills has Pokemon cards. Oh, yes. I go hard on that. (laughs) Yes, yes,
0: I did know. Actually, I did know about that. Um, do you remember any of the prizes you may have gotten from cereal boxes? Oh, as a kid? for
1: sure. Like the Lion King spoon that changed nice. with the milk. Add it. Or whatever. Add it. <laughs> yep, definitely. Uh that's the first one that comes to mind that was actually cool. Yeah, I remember a lot of junk. Yeah, yeah. a
0: lot of junk for sure. Um, the one that really sticks out in my mind was they had Dino, the purple dinosaur, on the top of a box of Fruity Pebbles. Really? Yeah, it was like in it's uh, this little windowed box on top of the cereal box, and I still have that thing somewhere. Nice. Every once in a while, I run across it. I'm like, oh, it's Dino. It's Dino. <laughs> there was that one, and then there was you. Oh, f- for Sugar Smacks, you could like. We did it one time. Uh, my dad was like, let's do this. It'll be fun. Where we saved up, I think it was like 15 box tops. That's the number that sticks out in my head. Mm-hmm. And you mail them in, and I got a Sugar Smacks uh, cereal bowl. Nice. Then it just had like the post people on it around the outside. Sure. It, it wasn't like one of the bowls that had the straw on the side. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't remember it having a straw. But still, that's pretty cool. I remember it making it through the dishwasher maybe three or four times before all of the pictures had been completely washed off of yeah. it, though. So it was yeah. just a white plastic bowl. It's after It's funny a while. that
1: your dad urged you to do that.
0: <laughs> he always did that stuff. You know, it's funny. Like whenever there would be like a kids call now and enter this contest for yeah. like micro machines or Hot Wheels or something. He's like, call, 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 call. <laughs> you know, you just get those stupid automated messages. Like, yeah. Yeah. You've been entered, blah 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 blah, whatever. But he was always really like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do that's it.
1: That's funny. Though. Yeah,
0: he was really into that stuff. Always with, always looking for something like that. He still plays. I mean, it makes sense then, I guess. He still plays, like, not plays. He buys the publisher clearinghouse stuff. Oh my god! So that's how you get entered in their drawing is you buy their junk. Yeah, yeah. So he still does that. <laughs> for Christmas, we'll get these like a bag that has like random junk in it and i'm like oh this is all the stuff you bought over the year now you're just giving it to us <laughs> yeah. like range finders for golf courses and like little led flashlights yeah. and like multi-tools and plenty like, of pens yeah mini calendars <laughs> yes <and laughs> yes all of that junk all of that tote junk. bags <laughs> tote bags all of that stuff <laughs> um so but th- to get back to the episode i guess uh stimpy ends up with a muddy mud skipper cereal caddy so cereal bowl caddy yeah Great job. Great job. Next segment. So both of these episodes, it's kind of like one half an hour episode. Yes. They're, these go together. Yes. They're very related to each other, and that's not the norm for Ren and Stimpy. Definitely Snoopy. not the norm. So it's interesting because it even barely like presents itself as two separate segments. It just shows the title card for big uh, the big shot like, yeah. for a split second. There's nothing else in between. It. Yeah.
1: The most recent time I rewatched it, I was like, am I on the first episode still or second? But right. yeah. And it's weird that that's, I mean... We'll find out later it wasn't the original pilot episode, right? That it's the pilot and they go together, but it's not what they continue to do throughout the show, right? Exactly. But it's cool. I like this episode.
0: Yeah, me too. It's uh, it's got a lot of higher production value than uh, some of the other episodes. Yeah, like uh, it looked like it was trying to make a good first impression, right? Um. This episode, this segment opens up with Ren in it. So, he hasn't bathed in three weeks. That's a little excessive. Maybe <laughs> I'll skip a day or two, but not three weeks. Yeah. Oh, I take that back. When I broke my leg, I didn't bathe. I think it was almost a month. Like Woo! it was seriously almost a month. And the last thing I had done before I broke my leg was play hockey. Right. right. So you I mean <laughs> so a little pungent. A little pungent. Basement, a little bruising. little pungent. Yeah. Well, I remember my wife she would sit next to me at night. And one night she's like, I can't sit next to you anymore. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I cannot go take a bath. <laughs> so she gave me baby wipes and kind of did the trick. But nice. I did end up taking a shower. Eventually. Have you nice. ever seen what you use for a shower for that? It's like this big plastic bag that you pull up over. It's this weird thing. It's got like a rubber neck on it. So it fits tightly around your leg. Sure. And you pull it all the way up to like your hip. It's just this big giant plastic thing. Oh my thing. gosh. I'm, inconvenient, but I needed a shower badly. Yeah. Um Stimpy or excuse me Ren is uh wondering if there's any Chinese left Chinese food left in the fridge. And on his way to the fridge, we see that his trailer is a complete disaster, complete disaster. <laughs> um he runs into Stimpy's catnip mouse. It almost makes Ren miss Stimpy, almost. but he just punches that thing out of there. <laughs> and then the thing that does it for him is stepping on one of Stimpy's hairballs. Yep. Hideous. Hideous.
1: Memories.
0: <laughs> I wonder what the old boy is doing now. <laughs> uh, and then he puts that dang thing right in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely hideous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we get to move on to that ultra iconic grocery store Gritty Kitty commercial that... Anybody that's ever watched TV should know about, right? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> ultra, ultra iconic. Uh, just, I'll just say this No, sir, I don't like it. That's no, all sir, I, I don't like that's it. That's all you need. That's <laughs> all you need. And obviously, the horse, Mr. Horse, is a paid actor, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> looks, right, looks right at the camera. He's like, Nope, I'm just a normal guy or something <laughs> like that. I don't remember exactly what he says. And it's funny, too, because he says, Wait till I tell the missus about this. Yeah. yeah. The ding when he ends up taking the dump in the litter box. Ding. There's the bell. <laughs> There's the bell. well, uh, we get to go back home now with Ren and uh, he isn't getting any sleep because everything is uh, reminding him of Stimpy. Uh, You're haunting me. And then the pillow breaking the fourth wall. He's talking to, <laughs> he's talking to pillows, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of a weird little bit that was put in there, but yeah. it, it, it was funny enough. Um, then the kitty litter uh, pool. What a hunk with Stimpy! <laughs> <laughs> Look at that manly physique. And then the kitty litter dive, which is absolutely hideous. Yes, <laughs> he loves his cat litter, uh, and the consistency of that cat litter to be able to swim through it means it's probably just soaked in piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stimpy! <laughs> oh, Stimpy! Um, We get to go back to Ren at home, and he's like, I'll watch some TV. Maybe it'll help me relax. (laughs) Oh, boy. That is just every. That stuff is just so golden from Ren, and you'd think that it would get old, but it just doesn't. It's funny every time. Yeah. Uh, It's even funnier when you
1: think about the fact that it's a Chihuahua. Right. Because they always bark louder than yes the size of the dog so. you know
0: i've never really thought about that before but that really explains that's a very smart take from you a and then also from john k to be like he's a chihuahua of course he's going to be over the top over the top and aggressive when right he shouldn't be yeah that's hilarious man i like that a lot Um, but you know, Stimpy ends up basically being on every channel. Uh, my two favorite channels that he was on or two programs was, uh, what was it? Sergeant Stimpy of the Klondike. (laughs) And then of course, ask Dr. Stupid. Yep. Ask Dr. Stupid is the best.
1: Definitely.
0: I'm glad that that is turns into a bit, you know, eventually within, within the show. Right. Um we get to go back to the Muddy Mud Skipper show and uh, we we're doing with, with Stimpy. Stimpy and the Muddy Mud Skipper. He gets first he gets first billing on it. Um he's doing a Yogi Bear parody, like obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And then his first uh Stimpy's first line, Jane Stop This Thing, is from the Jetsons. Yeah. And then uh, Well Blow Me Down is Popeye. And then I'm Hunting for a Rabbit is Elmer Fudd. Yeah. And is this a tribute or is it poking fun at all of these other, you know, legacy animated shows?
1: I feel like it's a tribute. I think so too. I think these shows are too good or like renowned as decent cartoons to be making fun of them.
0: It would make sense for John K to pay tribute to those cartoons because that's what he would have grown up on and stuff in the 60s. That makes a lot of sense. I think it's definitely a tribute too. Maybe a little bit of a tongue in cheek tribute, maybe mocking it a little bit, showing how ridiculous that it actually was. But (laughs) (laughs) Overall, I think it's a tribute. Um, we get to go backstage with Muddy Mud Skipper now, and uh, he's telling, he's talking to Stimpy at this point. Hey, kid, you did all right. You're a lousy bum. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks, uh, Muddy Skipper asks Stimpy, uh, what's the matter? And Stimpy's just bawling. He's, hey, kid, I don't get it. You got 47 million dollars. You got my TV contract. What more could you want? And what does he want? Ren. He wants Ren. Obviously. Adorable. <laughs> How sweet. How sweet. Uh, so Stimpy goes back home, and He's obviously dressed like a hobo. (laughs) I mean, he didn't keep uh, he didn't keep any of that money for himself. And you get that cute reunion, pal, buddy, pal, buddy. Uh, What did you do with all your money? I gave it all away for me, for you. (laughs) You gave away forty-seven million dollars. (laughs) give me your best you idiot because that's his line you idiot (laughs) that's so good dude i need you to do all the rem parts from (laughs) now on so now it's time to end the show and they're going to use that canned ending that is in almost i'm assuming in every episode i can't think of it not being at the end of any episode and um, we're going to go through it at this point and then probably skip over it for the rest of the episodes that we're going to do today um so you can start it off there So long, kids. Come on, Stimpy, say goodbye. Where are we going? The show's over. See you next time. Next time? When's that? Pretty soon, don't worry. Pretty soon? How long is that? In a little while, man. A little while?
1: What'll we do till then? You could shampoo the rug, eat your creamed asparagus.
0: (laughs) Stimpy doesn't oh oh when oh, oh, he's the the head shaking with that that's really <laughs> funny he's not uh, he's not into that at all so no uh, so Ren gives Stimpy some gritty kitty and Stimpy takes a piss <laughs> I mean that's what happens <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what happens oh man <laughs> goodbye folks uh, goodbye folks and roll credits on that one roll credits <laughs> uh, that's a good way to start out a series you if you ask me that's a good way to start out a series yeah, definitely. So uh, episode two now, two-way, is Robin Hoek, and I actually watched, so I was watching these on my computer and taking some notes on them, and Evie came downstairs while I was working on the podcast, and she asked me what I was watching, and I was like, I'm watching Red and Stimpy. You want to come sit on my lap and watch some Ren and Stimpy? And it happened to be this episode. So she was, she watched the whole 12-minute t- segment. She right, didn't watch right, the right. whole thing. But she was enamored by it. And nice. I asked her, I was like, what did you think of Ren and Stimpy? And she goes, good. And I'm good. like, oh, all right. So there maybe there's some more Ren and Stimpy in our future. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, This episode also opens up with uh, a very iconic bit with Powdered Toast Man. Very iconic, super iconic. One of the first things I think of when I think of Ren and Stimpy Powder Toast Man. Powder Powder toast. Toast Man.
1: <laughs> How he just scratches like crumbs off himself <laughs> that formu- formulates into real toast. I, I love just, that.
0: Uh, I love that. I wonder what product John Kay particularly may be parodying in that. Yeah. Um, I know, like you know, in the '60s and the '50s and the '60s, like all the products were like products of the future. This is the future, right. you know, that Art Deco futuristic type of thing. So, has something to do probably with like space food and stuff like that. Powdered toast, whatever. Yeah. Um, I like how he, when he enters the scene, "Hello, fellows! You got a powdered toast again." <laughs> 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 uh, I just love that bit, and, and powdered toast, man, is definitely toast terrific. <laughs> toast terrific. <laughs> and it's just simply weird. It's just simply zany. Like, it's just, it's so off the wall. Yeah. I mean, you could say that basically about all of Ren and Stimpy, but. Basically. I really enjoy the craziness of Powdered Toast Man. Me too. Super duper enjoy it. Um, This is a uh, Stimpy's Storybook Land uh, segment, and uh, it's time for Ren and Stimpy to go to bed together again. They're both praying before bed. Uh, Please bless grandma and grandpa. Please give me a fridge with a padlock. And, oh yeah, huge pectoral muscle. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And then Stimpy being the good friend that he is, please watch out for my best pal, Ren. He's not strong. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that close-up of Stimpy's butt before they get into bed because he needs to have his back door buttoned up. Right. (laughs) And then he timidly goes over to Ren and asks him if he will read him a bedtime story. And read it yourself. <laughs> read it yourself. Your impression is spot on, man. I love that thing. That's great. Uh, so Stimpy does, but it's pretty dang obvious that Stimpy can't read. Yeah cuz <laughs> I mean, he... the book is upside down for god's sake. <laughs> and he's just he's just making it up as he goes along. Um Ren is sleeping and we're kind of watching his like pseudo dream thing, right? That's yeah. what it's supposed to be cuz stimpy's telling the story ren's half falling asleep have you ever done that thing where you're kind of like half falling asleep and you get like weird thoughts and weird things that are like just so out there that's definitely how does where does this even come from yeah
1: you're like mixed between reality and dreaming somehow yeah
0: like in the evening if Kristen's not ready to go to bed i'll usually still go to bed at the same time that she does but i'll like I'm, I'm like, I'm going to lay down and close my eyes, but you can keep the light on. Whatever, sure, you know? sure. So I'll fall into that weird like, limbo, half awake, half sleep. And she asked me, she's like, is it all right if I turn on the fan tonight? And then all of a sudden I start thinking about Ace of Base. And then like <laughs> the brunette from Ace of Base is like the fan blades on the fan. And I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, that was very bizarre. <laughs> and I told Kristen about it and she's like... That doesn't even make any sense, and I'm like, no, I know it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it I didn't say it made very sense. Very bizarre. <laughs> the brunette from Ace of Base was the fan blades on our fan. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing ever. Weirdest thing ever. <laughs> uh, but we get to head in deep into logwood forest where Robin Horek, as he says, right, Horek, yeah, Horek. <laughs> lives, and he has the finest of green leotards. But we'll forgive him. That's a hilarious line. (laughs) We'll forgive him. We'll forgive him. (laughs) He's the finest archer in the land. He shot a melon into the air. No, a chicken. No, wait. It was a moose. A moose. (laughs) I've got a huge laugh out of that. She's like, it turned into a moose? Yeah. (laughs) It's a very funny bit. Definitely. Absolutely enjoy that. Um, And then we get the... What I think is the best part, it takes up the bulk of the segment, but I think it's the best part of the segment. The band of Merry Man, all played by Stimpy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Friar Chuck. Then there was Little Brain, Ransack the Elder, Elkhorn Elkhorn the Downtrodden, and the Lovely Maid Moron. (laughs) It's so funny how he runs all the way over to the castle and changes the clothes. It's like really channeling that inner Looney Tune bit. Yeah. Like, I could have seen Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. The uh Wily e. Coyote. Any number of Looney Tune characters could have done that exact same thing in a oh, Looney yeah. Tunes cartoon. Um but then he forgot, you know, he forgot the last merry man, uh the loyal Will Truncheon, so Stimpy runs back. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> the music used in Ren and Stimpy is great. I absolutely love the music that is used. It just makes, I've said it a lot, but it makes me really think of Looney Tunes. And I think that's what he's going for. I think that's what John K was yeah, going for. Yeah, definitely. Um, but then we get to see that Robin and his gang steal from the rich and give to the cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. <laughs> the criminally insane. Oh no! Wait, they give he get they give to the poor. Uh, <laughs> did you like how the dad gets the money and he looks at his wife and kids and then he's like, eh, and I'm out of here. <laughs> and I'm out of here later. <laughs> that's not cool. <laughs> Funny, but not cool. Funny, <laughs> but not cool. Uh, now we're in the castle with Maid Moron that's uh, being held by the evil sheriff of Dodge City. Uh, and then Robin literally flies to the castle. <laughs> literally flies. L- literally. To- <laughs> did you see that his butt was hanging out? During the flying sequence. I didn't his butt's hanging out. It's uh it must be purposely uncolored to look like his shorts, because it just looks like his butt's hanging out as oh, he's sure, flying by. I sure. like, oh, there's Ren's butt. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, and then Stimpy's telling the story. Was he scared? No way! He was all naked and raring to go. Okay, <laughs> Stimpy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a dangerous mo- moat swarming with man eating. Monks, monks. He says it's so weird. Monks, monks. He says it's so weird, and then the eye gag with Ren is hilarious. Crieps, man. We let's beat it. <laughs> Murdered that. Crieps, man. Let's beat it. That was very funny. And Evie, I'm a, last time I'm gonna mention Evie because I don't want to talk to my daughter during the whole podcast. <laughs> but she looked at me and goes, "What happened to his eyes?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You need to watch more Looney Tunes, kid." Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's a sign. Uh, Ren does make it across to the foot of uh, Maid Moron's tower after being mauled by the monks um, he hearkened unto her hark hark hearkened he that is my favorite part of the episode <laughs> I
1: died laughing every time I watched that hark hark hearkened he <laughs> I just love that so much
0: will you read the next one in your best Ren the next line
1: oh Ferris Maid Moron let
0: you down silk in your hair <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. one single strand <laughs> of yeah, yeah. hair and Ren loves it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hilarious bit, ends up being a nose hair, very grotesque. Very grotesque. And then he s- then Stimpy made Moron snorts Ren up into her nose. <laughs> s- gag worthy for sure. Super gag worthy. <laughs> My hero. <laughs> Uh, now, the evil sheriff is all that is standing in the way of Robin Hoek and Maid Moron. Uh, so what did, Robin, what did Robin Hork do? He unsheathed his turkey baster yeah. <laughs> and thrust a generous portion of giblet gravy unto he directly in the eyeball. <laughs> 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 gravy to the eyeball is surprisingly funny. <laughs> surprisingly yes, funny. Definitely. It's surprisingly funny and is unsettling too at the same time, especially since he doesn't blink while that gravy's hitting him in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> just takes it. Oh. Thou hast besquirted me, O leotarded one, the, thy maiden be thy. <laughs> <laughs> and they were married. <laughs> and they were married. I do like how Stimpy stuck with the bit after he was like, and now I pronounce you husband and wife, and he climbs over the podium to change into the maid moron. Growing. Yeah, yeah. That's a very funny wink to the audience and uh, the fourth wall breaking. Uh, Ren wakes up, uh to a horrific scream and sweating bullets. Uh thank goodness it was only a dream. But was it? <laughs> because <laughs> Stimpy is wearing makeup in a dress. So yeah. <laughs> next segment. Next segment. <laughs> uh Nurse Stimpy is a uh, segment two, so two B in episode two. Um This opens up with the Secret Headquarters bit, you know, uh, the Secret Headquarters, thousands of miles beneath the Earth's crust. Shut up, you fool. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever literally take the oath while watching it as a kid? Like, did you go up to the TV... Put your hand on the TV and try to repeat the oath. I really feel like I probably did. I know I did. <laughs> I know I did. When I was watching
1: that, I was like, "Why does this seem like I put my hand?" On? <laughs> you
0: probably did. Because I probably did. And then when you put your hand on those CRT TVs, it'd be all like crackly, and yeah, you know, staticky, yeah. and stuff like that. <laughs> oh man, I wanted like I I wanted to watch it on the CRT that I have just so I could go up and do it. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, It's time for a secret cartoon. So all of these little interstitial bits before and after the episodes, they're all like canned, you know, like pre-made stuff. Mm -hmm. Really cuts down on the amount of stuff that you have to actually produce for a new episode. Yeah, right. So smart writing, smart idea by John Kay and crew, you know, but it's kind of a cop out. But when you're doing traditional animation and you're trying to turn these episodes around really quickly can't imagine trying to animate you know they're already animating eight to ten minutes per segment besides the other bits Mm -hmm. and if you're trying to do even more than that the labor it must be super labor intensive to just continue that forever and ever and ever right so it makes sense to do it but as an adult you're like oh well that's just taking away from the episode but it's all right yeah it's okay it's okay uh, Ren is sick, and Stimpy is going to take care of him. That's the whole uh, crux of this episode. And this episode is chock full of gruesome close-ups. Yeah, chock full of them. A lot of them. <laughs> A lot of them. Even some like weird pseudo ones where they're like they it looked like they almost wanted to have one there, but they didn't have one made, so they just tried to make the actual. The actual scene look like one, you know. Yeah. There's a couple of weird pseudo ones, uh, especially those first ones with Ren's eyes, mouth, and nose. Those were very crusty and gross. Yes, <laughs> but you could like when you see it, you're like, "Yeah, I've felt like that before." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nurse Stimpy to the rescue! Um, now it's time to do some tests. Did you like the nose medical bag? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. It's very funny. Uh, <laughs> open wide, Ren. Let's get a look at those glands. Why did they have top hats? Nobody knows. Nobody knows, I guess, to make them look fancy. I guess. I want fancy glands. Yeah. (laughs) Fancy glands. Fancy
1: glands.
0: (laughs) And then the blood pressure bit, which is a a good piece of physical comedy that always gets a laugh, right? I mean, you've seen that once, you've seen that a million times, and a million different variations of a blood pressure gag. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's time for your medicine, Wren. Open up. And I love how uh, he screams. You want to scream that for me? Because that's another. Get on with it, man. man. <laughs> that's another classic Wren line. <laughs> Patience, you must have the correct dosage. The giant spoon bit is hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I absolutely love that giant spoon. Isn't it tasty? That's some (laughs) icky tasting stuff. What is that anyway? Why, it's all purpose icky tasting medicine. And it actually
1: (laughs) says that on the bottle. I love that so much. And he
0: just chucks it and winks at the camera like, yeah, I know, I'm torturing him. I know. (laughs) Uh, but finally it's bath time because Ren stinks cause he's been sick for months at this point. I'm pretty sure wasn't, wasn't there a calendar yeah, flip through the yep. flip, flip through at one point yeah, already? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Ren, take off your clothes. What did you think of this sequence? Disturbing. Yeah. It's weird, right? It's, it is
1: weird. Yeah. I,
0: I thought it was really odd and using embarrassment as comedy doesn't land well with me. Yeah. It just is not my bit. Uh, I did get a little bit of a laugh out of uh, Stimpy holding Ren and him, like, washing him and stuff like yeah, that. I, yeah. I did get a little bit of a laugh out of that. Um, mostly, Ren was concerned about people seeing it or knowing that it, that it had happened, the bath. Right. And uh, guess what? The whole neighborhood was watching. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He doesn't know it at this point, but he finds out the next morning when he has breakfast in bed. He gets the coffee. He gets the paper. Rand Howick takes bubbly sponge bath. Hundreds witness soapy scenario. <laughs> <laughs> I love that hundreds. Like, that's hundreds. so huge. Who do you think that was that read that? Because it was a completely off-book voice for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool to know who that was. Yeah. I mean, I'm. It probably says in the credits. Maybe I don't know. Right. I should have looked that up. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> This causes a complete relapse. Uh, Ren's condition seems to get worse and worse and worse, and Stimpy's breaking down mentally over the stress. He looks really disturbed by it. Yeah. Ren's like in an iron lung. You know I mean? Right, right. <laughs> but guess what? He goes to bed and wakes up fine the next morning. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, completely healthy. Who cares? And now it's Snoopy that's sick. How the tables have turned. Now it's my turn. <laughs> He's drooling with excitement, with revenge. <laughs> drooling with revenge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't particularly like this segment. Yeah, this is the least awesome episode of yeah all of it, for the, sure you could probably single out this segment this, as being yeah like right the least this one. segment i yeah. love
1: the last segment yes 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 but yes i
0: agree so we get that closing now and it's the same bit as before but the uh, the things that ren suggests are getting uh stimpy could get his teeth drilled he could read a book <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that uh, speaking directly to the audience at that point you could read a book you know right right <laughs>
1: like we we can suggest some good things <laughs>
0: And then finally, he suggests that he could play with his magic nose goblins. I picked them myself. <laughs> uh, so if you had to estimate, because you watched it on the DVD, right? Yep. And I watched it on Paramount Plus. How long do you think that that final scene where they pan across the underneath of that table, how long do you think that lasted on your DVD? Mm, only like 10 seconds or something. I knew it because in the Paramount Plus, they cut the video after about three seconds of it panning across the boogers. Sure. And then there's just black screen until it hits the credits.
1: That's weird. And so I'm like, you
0: cut out like drawn boogers drawn boogers that was too offensive some boogers of
1: all the things they've been throwing at us
0: yeah it was just a weird choice because I when it cut away and then there was just a weird blank just black screen and then it hit the credits I'm like that isn't right because it transitioned for you directly from the table to the credits right correct yeah so I thought so I thought so Paramount Plus
1: yeah you see a bunch of different size and shape ones (laughs) apparently apparently Paramount Plus has a booger quota Uh, and they they met it at three boogers they met
0: it at three boogers it was literally three seconds if we have time i may show it to you to show so you can see it yeah all right episode 4a uh fire dogs i love this episode episode. Uh, we get to start with uh asking dr stupid dear dr stupid why do i have to go to school Let me put on my patented stupometron helmet. That thing just explodes on his head. (laughs) The answer is simple, really. Your parents are aliens, and while you're at school, they shed their skins and breathe dryer lint. Oh, (laughs) okay. Thank you, Dr. Stupid. Thank you, Dr. Stupid. (laughs) Uh, so now we're at the heart of the episode here, and uh, this one opens up to a destitute Ren and Stimpy on the street. Uh, they're both starving, and Stimpy gives Ren his last morsel of food. Ren really savors it. That was delicious. What was it? It was my last grain of kitty litter. I've been saving it for weeks. That's not good for Ren. Not good for Ren. <laughs> and he really crunches on that oh. and, like, savors it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh but luckily for our duo there, uh the fire department is looking for Dalmatians. And also a good thing Ren has some Dalmatian paint. Yeah. <laughs> I love Perfect. I love when cartoons just pull stuff from off-screen. Just yeah. pull it from off screen. Yeah. Just pull it from off screen. Infinite things of off from off screen. Dalmatian paint. <laughs> Slap bam. Ren and Stimpy are now Dalmatians. Uh, time to get that job at the fire station. Knock, knock, knock on the fire chief's door. I've had it up to here with the likes of you people. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were circused M-words. circus M words. Circus M words. I'm not gonna say it because I'm pretty sure that that's inappropriate to say nowadays. I think right? so. And it's still on Paramount Plus, but they got a problem with boogers. Well, they got a
1: problem with boogers.
0: <laughs> so I'm not gonna say it, but you know what I'm you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. And you get the patented like that music cuz he's all crazy and stuff. I yep. really enjoy that. Oh, what can I do for you? Your troubles are over. It is we who's your fire dogs. <laughs> Stimpy almost blows it. But Ren, I'm a cat. <laughs> Don't listen to him. He's a good guy, but he's not right in the head. I've known fellers like that. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> is that weird <laughs> music again? That music is well used in this whole series. Yeah. It is. <laughs> uh uh that whole bit is pretty creepy and off-putting, yeah. but the, I love the weirdness of it. I Just the straight do. weirdness. Well, boys, you got yourself a job, but you're going to work! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get that funny bit with Stimpy's animation loop to fill time in the episode. <laughs> I mean, it's just if you're gonna show the same five-second animation loop for 15 seconds, you are killing time. Yeah, that's what you're doing, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Relax, man. Do you know what the odds are that there
0: will ever be a fire? A million to one. <laughs> and the fire bell rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh joy! <laughs> it, your Red and Stimpy are amazing. <laughs> that was awesome, man. That is, I. You're doing them both from now on. No, I'll keep doing Stimpy.
1: Yeah, you got to keep doing Stimpy. I don't know how I pulled that Stimpy. That
0: was really, really good. So you're the next Billy West, right? That's that's for sure, because he does them both. Yeah, know? he does. He does them both. He switches. Have you ever seen video of him switching back and forth? It's incredible. It's incredible. Billy West is a treasure. Yeah. Is a treasure. Um, So this whole next segment with them doing the fire rescue is a great multi-level parody yeah so they're doing a parody of cartoons that did a parody of disaster movies and television shows yeah so it's like one step ahead i'm thinking three steps ahead here something like that that's i really enjoyed that uh that uh forethought to really put something together that uh, i don't know if witty's the right word but that type of depth into a kid show, yeah, I, I really like that a lot. Oh please, save my baby, <laughs> <laughs> save my horse, and then he the horse lands right on the legs, right on the legs, <laughs> so brutal, brutal. Not even not even for Ren and Stimpy, it's so brutal for the horse. Yeah, like, definitely so brutal. And then we get him crawling across to that was it to like the Civil War music. The yeah. Thurn, thurn, yeah, and then uh, he gets that uh, interview. Excuse me, Mr. Horse. Uh, what are your feelings on that fall? No, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> and then right after that, save my walrus. Save my elephant. <laughs> At this point, Ren and Stimpy have given up, and they're just letting themselves get smashed with this Over stuff. and over, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, uh, the damsel in distress wants uh, them to save her. Save me. <laughs> And Ren heads up that ladder and Stimpy's Cranking that thing away and it yep. uh, Looks like Ren's gonna break the sound Barrier or something heading up to that uh, To that window on that skyscraper uh, He makes it up there he looks down And he passes out because it looks like it's about 100 stories up in the air Yeah. Uh, so it's time for that big lady to save The day <laughs> <So just laughs> Grabs Ren in her teeth and uh, Starts uh, flying down that ladder Because uh, with her weight on the ladder Stimpy can no longer hold the crank Down at the bottom right. uh, That Butt was a flapping <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it sounded like. It was pretty close that to that, pretty right? Close. Pretty close. Uh, it almost looked like her butt was getting superheated to the point of like re entry of a spacecraft, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then Blammo, they crashed to the ground, causing all the buildings basically to crumble. Uh, and she says, with Ren on the ground and her on the ground, Oh, my brave little man. And she gives him some CPR. (laughs) And then you get that gruesome close-up. That hideous, hideous, gruesome close-up. That was a super detailed one. (laughs) Very detailed. Too much detail for me. And then Stimpy, who got his helicopter pilot's license, is going to save the day with a giant bag of gritty kitty litter. I think it just said kitty litter, not gritty kitty, but whatever. We assume it's gritty kitty. Uh, And you boys are heroes, and I thought you were bums! (laughs) 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 They get to get the sacred golden firefighter helmets. Um, I'm so happy I can hardly contain myself. Neither can I. And then the whole lineup of people or of dogs, including the large lady, to pee on their heads. Right. <laughs> Next segment. Next segment. <laughs> uh The Littlest Giant. It's 4B. Episode 4 section Segment B. Segment B. Um opens up with log for girls. I'll comb her hair. I'll do her makeup. What recycles a bit better than log, log, log? They just put like thirty <laughs> seconds on it, not even, and yeah. then they reran the old commercial. Reran
1: so. the old commercial, yeah.
0: So not only do they run the original log thing in these episodes, but they also run log for girls. Yeah. And sometimes they're in the same episode. It's so good, though. It is really, really good. They hate. They hate their other toys. I don't want my dolly. Yeah. <laughs> log for girls. Log. Oh <laughs> uh, boy, log is the best. Um, it's another Stimpy Storybook Land episode, so it's the same setup as uh Robin Hulick. Um, like I said before, it's a smart writing decision when they do these opening bits and stuff like that, and especially for these uh, the Storybook Land ones. There's like an infinite number of variations on fairy tales that yeah. you could do forever, right? Forever and ever and ever and ever. If it involved a unicorn or a princess or a archer, you can make a episode about it definitely <laughs> so, yeah it's, it's funny it's a cool take on that type of stuff and it's you know it's something that looney tunes did was taking classic stories and putting their treatment on them. right so another then, another nod to and, that and in
1: this one he reads the story
0: book the correct way he does it's right side up so. he does he's still making it up though <laughs> yeah obviously uh there were two things that were slightly different in this episode compared to the last one uh stimpy did not ask for ren to be looked after that was uh um Uh, taken out where he says because he ain't strong so that part was uh cut off and then when they do the close-up on stimpy's butt in the background when they do the close-up on stimpy's butt the background was green in this episode and it was orange in the last episode so a couple of little changes i guess Mm -hmm. uh stimpy still can't read like you said but he's at least holding the book the correct way this time yeah once upon a time there lived a giant the littlest giant He's barely enormous. He's barely enormous. <laughs> Some good, uh, just straight up slapstick comedy, uh, cartoon comedy right here. And um, it's all at Stimpy's expense. It's obvious that Stimpy's the butt of all the jokes of the other giants, and he's forced to run away. Um, his life in Hugevania was unbearable. I enjoy that the place was called Hugevania. Me too. <laughs> That's great. Poor Stimpy. So now we get this weird prolonged crying segment in a kid's show, all for a snot joke. I mean, I like it, <laughs> yeah. but a kid could easily be put off by watching Stimpy cry for 10, 15 seconds. Definitely. He's just full on sobbing about nobody liking him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of an odd choice, which, you know, goes to show that this show wasn't necessarily just pandering to 10 year olds. Yeah. It was, had the idea of. 25 year olds at the time watching right. this did whatever the hell he it, wanted. it really did do whatever the hell he wanted um simpy writes his runaway letter that's a thing i guess a runaway yeah. letter um i'm leaving never to return your punching bag the littlest giant and he's crying the whole time and then he eats it nobody gets the seed he just eats it yeah, yeah. and then he says chew 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 well he eats the letter <laughs> i love the weirdness is that a reference or does it have some other meaning or is it just i don't know just weirdness for weirdness I
1: think it's just weirdness for weirdness
0: it's it was when he's like chew chew I was just like okay <laughs> this is getting weird <laughs> uh, and the littlest giant is on his way off never to return he crosses a sea a large inland lake uh, one of the two right one of, one three, of the two. one of the two just walks across because he's not that's short, I guess. I don't know. He could have swam across the top. I, whatever. Whatever. I'm moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, either way, he makes it to Thumbsville and enter Forlorn Wren. He's completely destitute. The town is a complete desert. His chicken's eggs are made of silt. His sow is frying and his cow only gives powdered milk. <laughs> um, but luckily for Wren, the next morning, uh, he... Sees that the littlest giant is crying, and all of the tears from the littlest giant have filled up the well and saved the farm. The tear drinking, like, got a physical gag reflex from me when I would watch it. It Yeah. uh, It was just (laughs) too gross. Yeah. It was too gross. It really crossed that line. I don't know why, of all the things, that's what really got me. Maybe because you can equate that to, like, drinking somebody's sweat. Yeah. Could, I mean, it's just ultra hideous to me. Super hideous. <laughs> ultra, ultra hideous to me. Oh,
1: man. Now I'm thinking about a time I saw on a show where somebody drank someone's sweat.
0: Ugh. Uh, what show is that? Uh, the Challenge. <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems like something that would happen on The Challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: For, for 20 bucks.
0: For 20 bucks? Yeah, she How...
1: she offered. She said she was low on money. While they're gone on this challenge and did it for 20 bucks. Somebody, a guy's sweaty shirt, he rung it up into a cup and she drank.
0: Like more than a shot of alcohol, less than?
1: More than a shot of alcohol. (gasps) we are talking like an eight ounce glass of water. Are you kidding me? No, it was so disgusting. Oh. So yeah, gag reflex for show. Uh,
0: That is. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, definitely moving on. Yes. Uh, Ren after Stimpy the littlest giant saves the farm he feels indebted to him and says that he'll do anything for Stimpy and Stimpy keeps asking Ren anything really anything to Ren's reply of yes anything you fat bloated idiot (laughs) I you need to speak like Ren whenever we're around together because I love it. (laughs) 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 So Stimpy takes advantage of this. and So it's scratch my back, comb my hair, pluck my eyebrows, do my nails, mend my clothes, brush my teeth, and shave my tongue. Shave my tongue. Very well-placed scream in the background when he says, shave my tongue, because that is hideous. (laughs)
1: Hideous.
0: (laughs) And so the littlest giant's heart was filled with blood, and he was to live with Ren forever. But the snoring is a bad thing for ren i guess yeah i don't know why his nose has to sleep on the bed i don't know but he does apparently need to sleep on the bed (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) and they lived happily ever after um so we get now they get to move on to the ending segment it's the same sequence as before and uh ren suggests you could clean your belly button you could eat olive loaf till you puke (laughs) and then ren tells him that you could chase your tail until you're dizzy uh but stimpy doesn't have a tail (laughs) he does not have a tail just do what i tell you stupid (laughs) so stimpy does it and gets sick um he burps into the screen it should have been barf right it should have been barf it should have been barf i bet it was supposed to be barf but nickelodeon said no more barf a little too much barf no barf i could have seen bar flying out of Stimpy's mouth and just covering the screen, right? And yeah. slowly trickling down. That w- that would have been a good way to end the I I bet you that's what they wanted to do. Uh roll credits. Yep. All right. So now this is kind of our bonus episode. This was uh this is Big House Blues and this originally aired along with the first segment. Uh, the first segment in this one, it was not the littlest giant. It was Stimpy's big day. Nope. It was fire dogs. Oh, oh yes, okay. I gotcha, yes. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. The this, first one of this. Yes. Of this episode. This originally aired along with fire dogs and, uh, was later switched to uh, season two, 10 B in that one, but is not on paramount, which I told you in my little, uh, interruption in the last, uh, podcast. So I hope you found this one and use the link to watch it if you couldn't find it on DVD. Um, so this episode is like the real introduction to our characters, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. This should have been the first episode. I mean, technically it's considered the pilot. Technically it's called considered episode zero, but yeah. was originally aired with this the first time in 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, so it opens with narration which is not common at all besides this episode or maybe in the commercial episodes commercial parts of the episodes right uh, that, at least that we've watched so far and it says it starts off with uh the asthma hound chihuahua and the cat are natural enemies in the wild but they have united in the face of adversity <laughs> <laughs> old man hunger has been gnawing at their bellies Pretty unsettling, mostly nude old man with a drumstick for hair. Yeah. (laughs) Such a a weird thing. Such a weird, weird thing. Yeah. Uh, But Ren and Stimpy found some bread, but old man Pigeon wasn't about to give up his meal, so he eats the bread off of their tongues. Uh, And then after that, old man Lady Luck just about ran out on these fellers. And our famous sewer grate scene from the opening. In fact, which we've talked about shortly, this episode is basically the opening credits to every yeah. Ren and Stimpy episode that you watch ever. Right. So every time you watch an episode of Ren and Stimpy, you get to watch the first episode. Right. It's it's all there. It is all there all, in the intro. Yeah. All the information that you need f- about to know about Ren and Stimpy is in that introduction. So technically, you don't even ever need to see this episode. But it's still worth watching. It's definitely worth watching. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, Ren and Stimpy end up getting caught by the dog catcher. They get ran over and spatulate off the pavement, just like in the opening. Hot diggity dog, I filled my quota for the day, <laughs> which the dog catcher turns out to be the narrator right which is just uh, maybe they didn't have enough voice actors because it seems kind of weird to me but hey, whatever it works it's it's fine so on to being at the pound now you boys like to have fun don't you <laughs> yeah sure yeah sure fun anything you say <laughs> well then go ahead and have some then <laughs> yeah. and they love it food and shelter three square meals a day nothing can go wrong here until Phil is taken away to be put down, and now it's obvious why this episode doesn't get played very often. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you want to read the next one, the the next line after that? Hey, Jasper, where are they taking Phil? He's going to sleep. Oh yeah, I could use a nap too. <laughs> and after a good night's rest, uh, Ren runs into Jasper again. Where's Phil? I told you they put him to sleep. You don't wake up from the big sleep. Oh, that should have been me, actually. Oh, (laughs) that's okay. (laughs) You don't wake up from the big sleep. (laughs) Ren did not take that very well. The big sleep. The big (laughs) sleep. The big sleep. Uh, What's the big sleep, Ren? He's dead. Do you know what that means? He's dead. Uh, now we see Ren and Stimpy the next day sitting in their cage. I think it's the next day, maybe just I later that so. day, something like that. Uh, Stimpy, Stimpy hacks up a couple of hairballs and Ren gets adopted because of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hacking and then the real, the re-swallow when he's like, don't do it, man, don't do it, man. <laughs> And then he re-swallows it. Oh, man. So gross. So gross. I mean, we've all been in that situation where you've had to swallow your own barf before, right? Obviously. Yeah. Boy, that is... Makes me want to barf just thinking about (laughs) it. So hideous. (laughs) Like when your cheeks fill all the way up and you just go... It's hideous. And usually means it's coming right back up with... Usually. Maybe... With more barf. With more barf. Maybe buy you 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) maybe you were able to get to the toilet. Maybe yuck <laughs> i feel like i need to brush my teeth just thinking about just it. Think- <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> mommy i want that cute little poodle and that's how ren gets adopted leaving stimpy behind i'm alive i'm alive i'm alive <laughs> he can't believe it uh he makes that little girl stop though and he says that you can't have me unless you uh, take stimpy too mm, okay Okay. <laughs> so now it's time for a life of domestication Ren gets a sweater Stimpy gets his litter box and straight into log for girls <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of an extended cut of the log commercial again it's even a little bit longer than the last one and roll credits I think that's the only time that you get to see Mrs. Pipe yeah. I think that's the only time so if you've ever wondered what Mrs. Pipe looks like that's what she looks like she's yeah. a redhead if you didn't know <laughs> So, I want your final opinions. I want you to tell me your favorite episode, your favorite bit, what you didn't like, what you hated, what you wish was different. You tell me whatever you want, Trav. I really liked it. Agreed.
1: <laughs> no, but, yeah, these episodes are great, and hopefully you liked this so far, and hopefully this makes you want to do the homework, because the homework is great. Um, my favorite bit. I mean, there's so many good bits, but I la- like I said, I laughed every time when he said, hark, 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 and he, <laughs> I-, I just love Stimpy narrating that episode with the hark, 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 and he, um, best episode out of all of those. I really like that first episode, Stimpy's Big Day. I'd say either Stimpy's Big Day or the Fire Dogs episode is my favorite episode.
0: I would agree with you. I think the strongest episode is Stimpy's Big Day, that first episode. If mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, for the higher animation quality alone, right. it makes it stand out to me. Um, the fact that it's a cohesive 22-minute story, there's hardly any fluff in there whatsoever. Um, I, I think that, I think I'll say that that is my favorite episode, but Fire Dogs just is hilarious it's a hilarious absolutely. it's just it's extra weird it's hilarious and it's kind of an og ren and stimpy you know it's one yeah. one of those st- ren and stimpy cartoons that you think of when you think of ren and stimpy yeah.
1: most people who have seen the show would think back to that episode.
0: yeah if yeah if they don't think of fire dogs they'll think of uh what was the the episode three that we skipped this time. oh yeah space, space madness. madness yeah yep. you think of space madness which i did
1: rewatch one of the times i watched through at least so it's a I. good episode yeah
0: it's a really good episode um, I, I can't wait to finish this season off, and I can't wait to do another season of Ren and Stimpy. Oh, for sure. Um, I just Ren and Stimpy just holds such a a high place. It's such a, it's on such a pedestal for me when it comes to cartoons of my youth, cartoons of my twenties, cartoons of my thirties. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just got that infinite rewatchability to it. And while some aspects of the episodes don't necessarily hold up with the the M word being used and right. such like that, and the the uh, overt sexism that is used for comedy but still is pretty inappropriate yeah uh, that stuff doesn't really hold up uh, as it as well as it did at one time i mean it's not the 90s anymore it's not 1991 right <laughs> it's a Correct. long time ago so i think you can still watch ren and stimpy and i think you can watch it confidently and while it's gross it's weird it's not overtly um bad to watch right and you said you wouldn't bring her up again, but your six-year-old watched this, and she liked it, yeah. so it is child-appropriate sometimes. Child- it did say TVY7, but eh, you know she uh, watches PG stuff, so she could handle it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, I mean, I just, I can never say enough good things about Ren and Stimpy. I just really can't. Yeah. It's it amazing. Holds a special place in my heart. So. And luckily this entire
1: series was in the nineties. So We're, we'll have plenty more to come. We will be getting to all of it. Yes.
0: It's going to be interesting to talk about the difference once we get into season three, because John K. Kay was only around for seasons one and two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it'll be interesting when it kind of changes a little sure. bit to see what we notice about it yeah what we notice about it because ultimately these first two seasons are kind of the smaller of the sample sizes for what the rest of the series was because there was five seasons six seasons yeah five five oh, seasons I, think, so, I mean it's the like smaller majority of the two do you have anything else you want to talk about with ren and Stampy before we move over to the homework assignment i think that does it <laughs> can't wait to hear that again someday <laughs> all right let's do that homework assignment this let's one this one comes to you the dear listener from a listener suggestion Uh, Jacob Bases suggested Starship Troopers on our Facebook page. That's right. We have a Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page and interact with us on there. Uh, Sometimes we like stuff that people comment. Sometimes we comment back. Sometimes we don't. (laughs) So Go check it out. We uh, love the interactions. Uh, so Starship Troopers was uh, premiered November 4th, 1997, and then it was released nationwide November 7th, 1997. It was directed by Paul Verhoeven. The screenplay was by Ed Neunemeyer. Um It's based on Starship Troopers, a novel by Robert A. Heinlein, starring Casper Van Deen. Uh, Dina Meyer, Denise Richards, Jake Busey. Yes, and that is Gary Busey's son, Jake Busey. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Gotta love Doogie Howser. Oh, yeah. Uh, Patrick Muldoon and Michael Ironsides. You remember where Michael Ironsides is also? What movie
1: Well, the movie, sound, or I mean, his name sounds familiar. So is it in something we did yes, already? It is. Yes, is it, it, is is in, it is. in a Batman movie? Nope. Not Dang a Batman movie. Not a Batman, movie. Not a Batman
0: movie. Not a Batman movie.
1: Not a Batman.
0: And it's, I don't know. Or <laughs> <laughs> er, TMNT. Nope, not Dance. TMNT. Dance. He was the other instructor with Tom Scarrett in Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun. I was going to say Top Gun. He wasn't Viper. He was the other one. Okay. He wasn't Viper because that was Tom Scarrett. Who? Yep. What was the other one? Viper and Merlin. Merlin. Merlin, right? No. No, Merlin no, 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 was no. Tim Merlin Robbins. Merlin was one of them. Was Tim Robbins. Yeah. Viper, Viper and... Viper and Viper and <laughs> Littering
1: and uh, I can't right. think of it. But right. Top Gun, top that's gun. another great episode.
0: Go listen to that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was that one is easily in the talk for top three best episodes we've done. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, the budget for Starship Troopers was one hundred to one hundred and ten million. I don't know why there isn't an exact number on that, yeah, but some,
1: somewhere in ballpark. In sure, whatever, give or take ten million dollars. <laughs>
0: so, who cares? Uh, box <laughs> office. Op- Office for that movie was $121 million, so that is... $220.6 million in 2023. Thank you, U.S. Inflation Calculator. <laughs> it is R-rated, so our next episode will be explicit. Um, you can find it anywhere you can. It doesn't seem to be really on any streaming services. I saw that it was available, Starship Troopers is available on AMC Plus, if you have that. Okay. Otherwise, it's for buyer rent, usually about that three ninety nine mark. I'm going to go to Toontown again and try to find it there for cheap, so. Hell yeah. Uh, Um, yeah i'm excited to do this movie you've never seen it
1: i've never seen it so it's a great suggestion
0: i've seen it a couple of times but i mean it was in 1997 when i probably saw it i think i maybe have seen it year 2000 it's been a long time since i've seen it remember it being very tongue-in-cheek it is considered a cult hit so i'm excited to do it me too Um, thank you jake thank you jake uh do you have any emails for us today oh i definitely got
1: some emails for it up First one comes from That's a Fact. Wants to know, out of all the cool facts that you guys have discovered since starting this podcast,
0: do you have a favorite? Do I have a favorite? I think the... Maybe not necessarily a straight-up favorite fact, but all the information that we learned about those Batman movies and what went into them was really interesting really to me. It really was. Very the, all the behind the scene, all the behind the scenes stuff that was went on for Batman, and then the transition from the. Uh, um, Tim Burton Batmans to the Joel Schumacher Batmans like mm-hmm. the difference between them and learning about the way the stuff was produced I really enjoyed that information a lot and I agree it was really good
1: it's kind of what got us started too yeah yeah, yeah. diving so deep into that so mm-hmm. that's another one if you haven't listened to that at least go listen to that Batman roundup you'll get some great Arnold impersonations <laughs> and yeah we do our best and worst lines of the movie it's it's a great episode
0: yeah and if you like Batman and you haven't listened to those episodes there's six of them so. yeah there's <laughs> plenty
1: there's plenty of content batman uh for me yeah so i wrote down two one most recently the fact that anthony hopkins was only in 20 minutes that of that is Silence nuts. Of the Lambs. it's just still kind of blows my mind because that's who i think of when i think of sounds of the lambs and the other coolest one there's been a lot of cool ones that you hit me with in these episodes but that Keanu Reeves was also almost Casey Jones in TMNT (laughs) is pretty cool to me.
0: Yeah, I think he would have
1: done a great job. Oh, definitely. And again, we don't have a problem with who they picked. No. But it's just Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves. I mean...
0: How do you think he would have played it? Do you think he would have played it like Bodhi from Point Break? Like a surfer dude? or do you think I kind of think so. Yeah? yeah. Way more like, surfer guy? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. It would have been interesting. It would have been. Whoa, turtles! Turtles, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I mean, he might have been perfect. He might have been perfect. I don't know. Yeah, he might have been
1: perfect. There we go. Seth Rogan's reboot. Who do you need for Casey Jones? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. There you <laughs> go. Uh, Next email here comes from Tom and Jerry email us to ask, who
0: was or is your favorite in Ren and Stimpy? Is it Ren or Stimpy? That's a tough question. I think I always kind of side towards uh, Stimpy. Um, I think maybe his gross-out bits are a little funnier than Ren's gross-out bits. Yeah. Uh, But for pure comedy lines, I will go with Ren. I think you have to choose Ren because his lines that he delivers are always hilarious always hilarious, always hilarious. Yeah.
1: i did put ren i love dogs both are hilarious and needed i put stimpy is pretty disgusting yeah but they both are yes. after watching this it's okay there really isn't a one person's more disgusting than the other but they're both awesome but <laughs> they yeah, are I, I love ren ren's always been always been my favorite <laughs> Uh, The next uh, email here comes from Troll Under the Bridge. Says, many episodes ago, you said if we would email you and ask your favorite color, that you would ask like the troll from Monty Python. So let's hear it. Drew, what
0: is your favorite color? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For a long time, my favorite color I would say is blue. Blue, 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 blue. And as dumb as this sounds, I'm going to have to say gray. 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 Gray a good color. I choose gray because most of my clothing is gray. Sure. And so obviously I have an affinity for gray. So. Yeah.
1: I think gray is a good neutral color. It goes with yep. a lot of stuff. Gray.
0: I'm just a boring white guy that wears gray clothes. <laughs>
1: I put blue as well. Blue's always been my favorite color. Uh, honorable mentions to purple and orange. Yeah. I love purple and orange too. But yeah. Blue is my favorite color. <laughs> Uh, And then this last one here I've been doing this lately It's just my question for Drew What kind of bike did you have When you were growing up Was it a BMX bike Or a mountain bike And also what kind Like brand
0: Okay So um, I had a Generic I think it was a Huffy Like a single Like my first bike Was this Huffy Red, white, and blue uh, Single speed bike So it wasn't a BMX bike But it was like a kid's bike You know So it was that same Similar size um, bent the tire the heck out of that so I got a new bike Ooh. the next couple of, a couple of years after that maybe the next year I don't remember exactly the num- the dates here uh, but it was like a very 90s looking it was purple it had green and like that peachy orange color like sure. speckled spray painty looks uh, also a Huffy Yeah, it had neon green uh, brake brake uh, brake lines on it and stuff and it was a 10 speed so I was like nice. feeling the coolest you know <laughs> nice. and I had that all the way until I was probably about uh, 13 or 14 years old. And then I got myself a red, candy apple red Schwinn Predator Pro BMX by... I love that thing. Nice, love that thing. As soon as I learned how to bunny hop, we were bunny hopping everything. Bunny hopping (laughs) everything. Yeah, Schwinn was like the brand. I feel it was. It in yeah, in 1998, 1997,
1: Schwinn to win. Schwinn to win, baby. Uh, Yeah, I put. I had a BMX bike. Yep, I had a dyno. Oh, nice, (laughs) nice. Was like not that. Top no. of the line by any means, but it wasn't a garbage bike. I yeah. was, my dad got me a pretty awesome bike.
0: Right. If I hadn't had a Schwinn, I probably would have had a Dyno. Nice. Did you have the Bear claw, uh pedals, like the really spiky ones? I don't think they were because I don't ever remember racking my shins or anything super hard. I asked for them for Christmas, got them, racked my shins once, took them off. Took them off. Like never again. Yeah. Not worth it.
1: Yeah, I did always have to get those little donuts that you put on your handles because my thumbs would get torn to pieces. Yeah, because, I mean, you're riding your bike every single day. And it's
0: like 95 degrees outside.
1: And to and from school, which was about... Three ish miles I want to say for me and I had to get back as fast as I could for Dragon Ball Z. Like duh. Like <laughs> duh. So yeah that wraps up emails today. Thanks for the emails. Please keep emailing us. Thank you again Jake. Shout out Triple Falls Podcast. Uh, email us at overduehomeworkpodcast at gmail.com Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Like Drew said we have Facebook, Overdue Homework Podcast. Uh, we put regular posts on there, reminders about episode drops and homework assignments. And as always, make sure you tune in to the next exciting episode of the Overdue Homework Podcast.